Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. All right, take a look at your hand. Right now, just lift your hand up and look at it. All your fingers, your thumb, your knuckles. Your hand is an incredible creation. In an allegorical manner of speaking, your hand was designed by God to be a peace hand with strength, control, and agility similar to your physical hand. Here are some things that your physical hand can easily do. Listen up. Your hand can powerfully press something into place. It can refine details of a project. It can do delicate work and adjustments. Warmly and tenderly show love. It can grab firmly and hold on. Your hand can also twist and turn using hinges and joints as needed. It can bring assurance with a kind pat on the back or communicate with sign language and gestures. Your hand can also extend peace, as in the peace hand. Your hands can fold in respect and prayer to the living God. And you know, a good handshake is still valued all around the world. So to say your hand is one of your best features is almost an understatement. It's a terrible loss to have impaired function of your hand or to lose your hand completely. Your hand can be a reminder of God's peace. It's a fabulous gift that God has given to you, personal peace. So, we can call your hand the peace hand. Your hand is always with you. But what about peace? Is peace always with you? Maybe, maybe not. How can you use your hand to remember to enjoy peace more often? We just stated that your hand is a reminder of peace. Well, let's refine that idea just a bit here. God shares His peace with you so it can become your own personal peace. And just like all gifts that you receive, you need to do some things, okay? So there are seven things you need to do whenever you get a gift. One, pick it up. Two, unwrap it. Three, eagerly peek inside. Four, take out the contents. Five, identify the contents. Six, reflect on why the gift is special by remembering the giver. And seven, say thank you. Your hand and its fingers. Those fingers are important. You need them. Do you remember some of the nursery rhymes and songs that you learned long ago? 
One little song that I remember names every finger. Its purpose is to teach toddlers about their fingers and their hand. I think it goes something like this. A question is posed and then the answer is given. It starts with your thumb. You hide it behind your back with all your fingers until the question is asked. And the question is, Tom, thumb, Tom, thumb, where are you? As you answer, you pull your hand out from behind your back and you make the featured finger bow several times. As you say, here I am, here I am, how do you do? Then the song takes you through all the fingers in the very same way. And here are the fun finger names. We already did Tom Thumb. Well, we have the next one is Peter Pointer. And then is Toby Tall. And then is Reuben Ring. And finally, we have Tiny Tim. How does your hand remind you about peace? Well, since your hand, we already mentioned this, since your hand is always with you, a peace reminder can always be with you too. And here is how. Just as we named each finger in the nursery song, we name each finger for reclaiming your personal peace from God. If you stop and think about each of your fingers, let's put a question to each one of them. Five questions gives you the peace hand. First of all, take your, we're going to start on the other end. Um, instead of starting with Tom Thumb, we're going to start with Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim says, Is God able? That's right. That little finger, Tiny Tim, he says, Is God able? And then you need to answer some questions. Here we go. In my current situation, is God able to bring about His good? Am I willing to let His good look differently than I had in mind? Does God have solutions for my scenario? Can I truly expect His interventions and His help? Is His strength and provision enough? What about His miracles? And his promises, do they actually work? All right, let's move to the next finger. And this is the question that you connect with your number four finger, Reuben Ring. It's important and comforting that a loving God knows and deeply cares about each individual life circumstance. And so, Reuben Ring gets the question, does God no. Still, you must ask more questions to get your answers. Here are some. Is God aware of my suffering? Can He see me struggling? Can He see that I am at my wit's end and I don't know what to do next or where to turn? What does it matter that He sees what I cannot so Reuben Ring bears the question, does God know? 
All right, get Toby Tall, your tall middle finger, ready for a question. That question is, does God care? That question will help you define your theology a bit more. What do you really believe about God and you? More defining questions are necessary in order to reveal some defining answers you need. Those answers are going to shape your relationship with God. So let's go. Here are some more questions. If God can see and knows what's actually going on, and if He is able, why is it not changing? Here's another one. Does God even care about what's going on in my life? Are the details of my world important to Him? Am I truly valuable to God? What does it look like from God's perspective? So Toby Tall bears the question, does God care? Next we go to Peter Pointer. He's a pretty main guy on your hand, and this is a pretty main question for you. Here you go. Can I trust God? You need to come to terms with that if you're ever going to enjoy God's gift of personal peace. Here are some more questions to ask yourself so that you can really pinpoint whether you trust God. There have been so many others that I thought I could trust and, well, it didn't turn out very good. So how do I know that I can really trust God to do good things in my life? Do I believe His promises in Scripture are for me? Am I willing to take those words that He spoke and apply them to the very situation that I'm in right now? Do I choose here and now to trust God? Is it possible that God would screw up my life? So your Peter Pointer finger, that pretty main guy on your hand, asks a pretty main question, can I trust God? And then we're going to go to Tom Thumb. His question is this, am I obeying? If you didn't have a thumb, you would lose your grip pretty quickly. The same for this thumb question. If you don't have this one answered, you're going to lose your grip in life. Why? Because obedience must follow faith. And faith always follows Jesus if you want personal peace. Here are some questions for Tom Thumb. Will I obey God even if I can't see and don't understand? To the best of my understanding and ability, am I willing to obey God? Have I done all I know to ensure that I am pleasing God in my thoughts, attitudes, words, and actions? Is it more important to me to please Jesus Christ than to have life look the way I want it? So your Tom Thumb question, am I obeying? So how did you do with your peace hand questions? 
as you wrestle through those five questions and then the specific questions under each of them, there are some outcomes that you can guarantee. First, if you choose to answer each of the five questions by faith with a yes, then you can pick up God's peace. Actually, picture yourself picking up that gift in your mind. Picture it. It is wrapped with a bow, sitting there with your name on it. Jesus secured your peace at a very high price. It's yours. Believe it. Take it. Next, peace is not a feeling. It is a chosen condition that can be present in good times and bad. God gives peace to His children, but only some pick up the gift. You choose whether you will pick up God's peace or not. Why not make it personal? What does Jesus say about peace? John 14, 27 Jesus said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Did you hear that? Jesus is not only addressing your personal peace, he is also addressing the state of your heart. Jesus does not want your heart to be troubled, and He is addressing your enemy, fear. He guarantees that you can overcome it. All right, some application thoughts and questions. If peace is gone from your heart, how do you get it back? Go back to your five fingers. You can always remember these questions if you assign one to each finger. Then anytime, anywhere, night or day, ask yourself those five questions. Is God able? Does God know? Does God care? Can I trust God? And am I obeying? Why not be an overcomer? All you have to do is pick up your peace gift from God. Why not have a receptive heart? Here's how you claim your gift of personal peace. Remember the seven steps we talked about whenever you get a gift of any kind? Well, your gift from God is His peace, and it can become your peace. Here are the seven things again. One, pick it up. Two, Unwrap it. Three, eagerly peek inside. Four, take out the contents. Five, identify the contents. Six, reflect on why the gift is special by remembering the giver. Number seven, say thank you. Thank you to God for His unspeakable gift. From 2 Corinthians 9, verse 15, and Philippians 4, verse 7. I leave you with John 14, 27. Again, Jesus' words so powerful. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. 
Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. This material is a partial excerpt from my book, Reach Back, Intentionally Reaching Back to God. I encourage you to purchase this study book and read more about peace. You will also explore topics like pausing in life, how to handle feelings, loneliness, boundaries, forgiveness, gratitude, and more. And in closing, I want to just mention and give credit, The Peace Hand is adapted from Colin McDougall, who wrote a wonderful book called Models for Disciple Makers. Check our online resources and tools at Alive and Active Life. And have an Alive and Active Life this week. God bless you. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and eBooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.